Welcome to How to Rock the Stage Show, a show committed to equipping you to hone your media skills better to stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in your field. Each week, Rich Montrager interviews top leaders, influencers, authors, speakers, podcasters, and media professionals about how to leverage media best to help you shine brighter on camera and stage as a go-to expert. Now, here's your host, The Trigger, Rich Montrager. Welcome back to How the Rock the Stage. It's The Trigger, Rich Montrager. Jumping in briefly before we get back into our main uh, conversation with Robin Crispin. This is part two of a two-part series because we got into it so much. Robin and I had a great time uh, talking about the four ways to stand out on stage and present like a rock star. Uh, Robin's been a rock star. He's been speaking on this for a long time. I've been speaking on this for a long time. So you got two guys that love talking about this in the same room, and we just kept going. <laughs> We're going to pick up the conversation uh, midway through the different points that Robin shares about how to stand out on the stage and do it like a rock star. We're going to pick up on being like a director. Everything has changed now because of the virtual stage, but also just in general with keynote speaking and presenting, you do have to think of like movies and media, and you do have to come across a way through the camera lens, but there are different ways to do that. And Robin's going to pick it up with the director, and we're going to go further into that. So you really want to stick around for part two. Make sure you do go back to part one if you have not got it. Uh, we are now streaming video-wise. Again, the show's always been video, but we also now are on Apple Podcasts and other media as well like that. So make sure you go and check it out. I also want to celebrate and let you know we do have the shop is officially open. For those listening on audio today, make sure you check out the links in the description. You'll have a link to the shop. But one of the items that people are loving right now is the You're Muted mug. Uh, and I started with this joke during pandemic and going forward and i still every day someone is muted they want to join the conversation but they still have not pressed that button uh so we have a coffee mug we have a t-shirt we have other items this is one way you can support rock the stage media and support our efforts to help continue with the podcast the streaming show and everything that we do to help you better shine on camera and shine on stage so please check out the shop for those watching on video here get your phone grab that qr code Go check it out, and it'll be drop shipped, and you'll have a great commemorative fun mug or T-shirt or other items out of um, the shop. So without any further ado, I want to get you back to that conversation. Robin Christman is on Rock the Stage, part two of Four Ways to Rock Your Stage. Let's get so, in the direction, because I love the idea of uh, the actor rehearsing. There is something about knowing it so well. You can do it in your sleep, but you don't do it in your sleep. But you do, this is performance. 100%. So a lot of people come, you know, say, Robin, we can't write this out because I'm not going to memorize this. No, I agree. 100%. Like you said, you know the intro, your opening, like the back of your hand. And you know your closing, like at the back of the hand. The beginnings and endings are crucial in everything we do and our in everyday life, when we meet somebody, our first impressions matter and our ending impression, the last impression matters. So that's important for this as well. And then you've got to make sure that you know your stories. And I like to say, go from 2D to 3D. Get away from just the flat, you know, telling a story. Act it out. 
almost, in, you know, really physically move on the stage, act it out. If you're in a conversation in the story, act out the conversation on the stage. Play the two it's, parts. Play the two parts. It engages people. You know, I remember back in the day, a lot of times, um, you know, people would be on the phone. Well, they still are on the phone. All of a sudden, when you're, you're talking and they're doing that, and all of a sudden you say, you know, it was last 30th, Tuesday. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. It was pouring down rain. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, they're doing this themselves. Last Thursday at two o'clock, their heads come up. On a story, there it brings them back to life. Well, you never will even lose them if you're going to if you do what I'm suggesting you do, and that's being completely engaging. And what you've done, you because of the director and the producer way back when, you are producing every seven to nine minutes. Yes, you and those are standalone segments, just like a television show. Yes. Television show, a 60-minute television show is really 42 to 45 minutes interrupted by six minute, I mean, six different commercials for two or four minutes, depending now what the, the, the number is. But you've got a beginning, middle, and end of each segment. The beginning's got to be great to keep them watching. It's got to continue on, have a you know very active middle, and then an enticing close where they go, wait, what just happened? Because they're going away to a commercial break, right? They yes. come back from the commercial break, and they've got to be – do I still want to watch this? Oh, wow. What's going on? And then what, what at the end, what, why, how did that happen? They go to another commercial break. Well, that's the way we produce. We should be producing our keynotes. It's in segments and you've rehearsed each segment and you know it like the back of your hand. Then you add the next segment, then the next segment. Now you are rehearsing a whole presentation. And the only way that you're going to get better is to, Practice, practice, practice. But you're going to rehearse, record, review, start over. Rehearse, record, review, and, and start over. And you do that, and you do that, and you do it. When I mean record, I mean now we all have cameras or, you know, that we can record for Zoom, things like that. Record yourself doing a segment. Watch it. Review it. Ah, that didn't really work. I need to change this. Get that segment down. Go to the next one. Get it down. Then do half the presentation as a full let roll. And then retweet that. And then do the whole program. And then do that several times so that you know that you know that you know what you're doing for 45 to 55, 60 minutes. Well, and also there's that roller coaster. Like you said, you want to take them on a journey. So you can't stay here the whole time. And no one no, wants no, no, to no. be here. So you have to learn how to have that roller coaster. And yeah. sight, sound taste, smell, when you storytell it, when you act it out, make it a sensory experience. Draw yeah. them into your experience with you. Each segment is a beginning, middle, and end. And it is a roller coaster. You have to keep that going on. Some are high energy. Think about a concert. You start big and you end bigger. And then the second song, third song, it's still, still pretty up. They're still really good. And then they might stop and they do a little break, talk a moment, and then they do a, a ballad, maybe something to slow it down. And then they bring it back up to another mid-tempo stuff that's real active. Then they go crazy with the jam session. And then they break that down and they do what I call the memorable middle. It's the unplugged section. In a speech, I call it the memorable middle. But that's when a lot of the artists will put yeah. down their, their electric instruments, go about in the middle of the Coliseum on a rising stage that comes up and their piano, acoustic piano, acoustic guitars, and they go intimate for a little while. People are loving it because, number one, it's now closer to them. And it's different and it changes the sensory idea of being overloaded. And then they come back from that. Then they take the last 20, 30 minutes and they have another roller coaster, ultimately 
you know, building up to the big uh, encore. So yeah, you've got to make that happen. And so that's what you're doing in your direction upstage, you know, when you're staging the scene and you're creating with your writing, you're thinking about this roller coaster effect of these modules. How do you put that together? So when you put it all together, big wow moment for the first eight or nine, 10 minutes uh, that takes you through the first segment completely. Then you might change the pace a little bit there about 15 minutes in, and then you work with that. You just kind of move it through. And like you said, music, uh, visuals, stories can telling. Now here's a thought, like you mentioned a moment ago, what if there is no PowerPoint? What if you lost your PowerPoint? Can you do your program without it? That's the question I ask my clients. Do you know it well enough? If everything goes, can you keep going at the yeah. same energy and tempo? That's a great question, Robin. And a lot of times when people have had that happen to them and they've done it, they said it felt better without it because it was more organic. And then there's the concept, well, what if I plan to do it without a PowerPoint? Like what you were talking a minute ago. Yeah. Where it's so interactive, so engaging, so personality driven, um, uh, high energy, heartfelt. Maybe you go and get a stool and you come down and you sit at the front of the stage in the two thirds of the way in. And you, you go, you know what? I got I to gotta tell you this story. It's amazing. Vince Pacenti, you know Vince Pacenti? Hall yeah. of Fame speaker and a downhill skier, Canadian Olympic skier. Uh, I did a lot of his videos early in the day. He's wonderful. He's one of the best speakers I've ever seen. He's amazing. Well, back in the day when he was doing basically his Olympic story, he started on top of a chair. He stood on a, a just a chair in the hall and he was acting out his skiing. He's a, all right, you're down on the hill. You're going through, you're going through, you're, you're going skiing. You know, he's acting that out. And it's, it's right at the top of the skis. So you're on the side of the mountain. Back to the Olympics, you're waiting for the bell to go, and I'm bang, and you got two minutes. And man, it's so intense. It was just wow. And people stood, standing ovation at that moment within the first three minutes of his presentation. Now, back toward the latter part of his presentation, he's telling a story about his dad. He overheard his dad talking to a friend on the phone, telling his friend how proud he was of his son, of what he did to get to the Olympics, going from a recreational skier to an Olympic skier in three years, at starting at 26 years old. And it's very intimate. And Vince gets kind of emotional during mm -hmm. that period of time. Yeah. And you think, well, how does that connect with people? Well, it just did. First of all, it connected with the meeting planners, who they got so, a lot of them are, are, are ladies, and a lot of even the, the guys, it's an, I'll get emotional. It was an intimate moment where he was vulnerable. And he shared something special to him. And yeah. we all have had, you know, hopefully those kind of moments in our life. And we can relate back to it. And then, you know, before we know it, he's bringing it back up again and have another big Olympic thing. So, you know, he uses a few little images every once in a while. But most everything he did is without PowerPoint. And it was brilliant. He's now gone into another little lane of his topic. But he's still an amazing speaker. But why not? Why not think different? Well, and, and we still got one more point to get into, but I, I want to clarify here that intensity to the mellow, to the, to the intimacy, there's a piece in here called transition. Yep. And if you watch TV, movies, film, there's a transition. You don't just break it off and do it. 
either would be like slamming on your face and going through the car windshield. There is a transition. And part of the artistry of public speaking is you need to learn the art of transition. Yeah. You, you, you just can't go okay. bang, bang, bang and say, I got through my talk. No, there is a transition piece. So grab a stool, sit down, come close to the stage, do something for a moment that gives them time to get ready for it and then pull them back out of it differently, differently because otherwise it's going to snap their heads off, right? Yeah. Yes. Without a doubt. And again, that goes back early on in that director and writing sessions where you are crafting this out. And my keynote that I was doing the last couple of years, Rock Your Customer, um, there's a segment in there. It's all about communication, performance, and connection. And there's a segment in there. I tell a story about my dad, who uh, was a pastor for a number of years in five of the largest Baptist churches in America as an education associate pastor. He was known as a church growth expert, and he was a people's pastor. And he loved on people. And I'm talking about this because he ended up getting Alzheimer's. And he lost a lot of his memory. He knew everyone's name. He could tell everyone's name. Well, as I begin to tell that story, I've got some music going underneath there that's very uh, inspirational and heartwarming. It just soothes you. And it set the tone. And the very first time I did it was for about 600 realtors in the state of Arizona for their state conference. And um, it was toward the end. And I typically end with uh, my Paul McCartney story and I do some Beatle music and stuff, but I decided to end that day with this story without thinking. And it was so transitional that heartfelt that people were getting emotional in me telling the story, how wonderful my dad was and how he um, loved on people. And I told some stories about that. And yet now he's lost his memory and he had just passed away. And I'm sharing all that. I didn't realize the impact that that had. And I've heard so many wonderful things about that, except, and this is an, an unusual, unusual exception. I didn't do it like I should have done it in the program because my meeting planners, I was the opening keynote. They wanted me to come in and rock the stage, right? And they wanted me to have that big high energy thing at the end and, you know, rah, rah. Well, I kind of left them on an, an emotional moment. I didn't realize it was going to be that emotional. I realized it in the moment on stage and I tried to, you know, vamp it and turn around and, you know, kind of bring it back up. I had some interaction with them, the audience that I wouldn't typically have done at the end, challenging them to go out and interact with the people while we're at the conference for the next three days. And I, it was, it worked, it worked. But in talking to my uh, meeting plans at the end of it, I said, we loved that. We loved it. I wish it had been, you know, I do twist and shout, shake it up, baby, <laughs> trying to get everybody to shake it up and all that stuff. And I tell my Paul McCartney story and all this stuff. And it's really fun. Everyone's standing and dancing. They wished it had been that, but they loved what I did. Right. So you've got to be careful because I wasn't uh, aware that it was going to be that strong. And I've changed it since then to not go to the end, number one, but also change it around. But Well, you're yeah. also illustrating two important things. Know your audience. And sometimes you do adapt story. You do put everything in things. But also you're right. You have to know the power of a story. And since you hadn't pulled that one out before, you may not have known the power. But once you check that gauge, you have to know how to use that story. Yes. And it's, it's even more important almost than that, which is vitally important, is make sure you are pleasing your meeting planner and the principles of the event. Because really at the end of the day, 
I mean, you're, 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 someone has paid for you to come in there. And so you've got to make sure you're adhering to them. Uh, they are your buyer. And so um, fortunately, it worked out great. I went back and did another thing with them. So that's important. But yeah, transitions are vital. And, and, and you know, why am I telling a personal story like that in a keynote? Why did Vince tell the story that he told in a keynote? Isn't it supposed to be data, data, data? Nope, not a data dump. And certainly no. don't wing it. So again, going back to creating, the first steps that you do are crucial with the producer's mindset, staging with the director and writing like a storyteller, songwriter. Those set the stage for what you can build. Now your mind is open and you're going, wow. And you've had it vetted. Again, I, I, mm. I quick little side, I've got... Um, Three people that are really special to me that are my 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 team, my inner circle. Yeah. I'm in masterminds. We both are in a mastermind with Jim Cathcart. He's one of my closest friends and and mentors. But I've got two people that are really pouring to me on a continual basis. And uh, one of them, I had a conversation with him today. And I'll tell you honestly, I can coach you and anybody else extremely well. I cannot coach myself. And I don't think that any of us can. You think about every athlete, uh, Tiger Woods, Jeff Gordon, uh, any football player. We've all grown up in sports with coaches that they teach us, they encourage us, they challenge us, they scold us, they you know motivate us. You know, all of those things. And without that, we get to a level that we can't see yes. our, except for what we see. While I was having a conversation with one of my friends today and um he challenged me in a good way. You need to think about this because I'm not sure you're seeing the perspective that you might get from somebody else. What do you mean? Oh, wow. Wow. You're right. Oh my gosh. So we had a 30 minute conversation about it and I'm just taking notes like crazy and I'm supposed to be the coach. Well, he coached me in such a positive and powerful way. And I've got a call tonight after we finish this with another Hall of Fame speaker that I'm going to be working with, talking and going through some stuff that they're doing, just asking me questions. I'm not coaching. They're brilliant. But just having a perspective, just to vet it and think through which is which would be better. Oh, that's probably a smarter one to do. Maybe if you combine them. So having a coach, having someone that vets your early idea is really important to make sure you're thinking big enough, smart enough. Maybe you need to bring it in a little bit. And then once you've got that model, and we've all agreed that this is kind of the place, now you begin to put the puzzle together. But you got to have the idea, that image first of what you're building. We've gone long tonight, but we, this is so good. We're probably going to break this up into two uh, podcasts for the audio podcast. But that's great. Robin, thank you very much. Let's land the plane. Let's drop them down on perform like a rock star. We've got all the other bits and pieces. Now we got to perform it. Now we got to bring it, right? That's right. And I'm sorry for going so long. Sorry. No, this is great. Awesome. Well, the last one is the key because this is what the, everyone sees. No one's going to see your creative early on, the writing process, the rehearsing process. They're not going to see any of that. It's all about what you bring to the stage. And uh, man, oh man, rock stars love to stand out center stage and deliver a rock the house performance. And it has the ability to turn an average listener into a committed fan. When they come out and rock the show and you just go, oh my gosh, I love this. That's an idea without that 
big of a rah-rah is what we need to do as speakers. So the way we do this, number one, you do not wing it at all. You know that you know that you know the program, like we've talked about. That intro, you memorize that first two and a half, three minutes. You memorize it and you memorize the outro and you get a real solid understanding of the memorable middle, that unplugged section. Beyond the other sections, you know it like it's in your bones, but it's not memorized. I mean, you know what it is. You know the story. You know the sequence. You don't have to look at your courtesy monitor. You don't have to look back to, oh, is it even going on? What if it, you know, the PowerPoint breaks? You've got to know the program so that you can perform the program. Think about any, any live event that you've gone to that you've paid money for. No one had, well, outside of an orchestra, no musician ever has a chart in front of them. No. No musician has the lyrics in front of them. Maybe, I'll take, the, take that back, actually. And some of our legacy artists right now, we are seeing some of them having a lyric, a teleprompter, just as a reminder. Sometimes when I'm doing my acoustic show, I'll have just as a reminder. I mean, I know them, but just as a reminder... I'll have that there, but typically speaking, you're not, you're, you're, they're not there for that. They know it like the back of their hand so much so that they don't have to think what's coming next. They don't have to think what the words are. They're focused on performing. They're running from stage to stage, jumping on the drum riser. They're kicking their feet up. They're putting the guitar behind their neck, doing a lead, whatever, you know, they're selling the sizzle and the lights and the sound have got you so jazzed out in the audience. You're just going, yeah. So we have to have that same perspective, even if we're low key, we've got to make sure that what we're doing connects with the audience in a way that makes it special for them. And then we take them up because the other day, I can't help believe I was t- that, you know, you, 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 again, the roller coaster. So you have got to make sure that you are performing your presentation. Your performance can be standing still and not moving around. Patricia Fripp, who I love to death, massive presentation skills coach. She would argue with me on a lot of this and, and, and she, she loves me and we've, we've had conversation, but she would, she would argue with me on some of this and she's probably right for a, a good bit of the majority of speakers. But for someone that has a little bit more of an entertainment bent, a Vince Pacentia, Victoria LaBomb, you know, uh, um, Dan Thurman, uh, Waldo, some of those guys that are much more interactive and doing stuff, Bill Stanton, you know, Satan, those guys, uh, Mark Scherenbach, those guys are, are performers, you know? And so there's, there's a magic to that performance side. And that's what we all need to strive to do and deliver that in a way that it's seamless. They don't know that you're performing. You, you know, you never think of an actor in a play that he's performing. You just kind of believe it. And there, there are, are, say you know uh, George Clooney as an actor, but you also know him as a personality, as his celebrity role. When you see him in a movie that's not his cool George Clooney kind of thing, do you think, oh gosh, he's acting. Oh my goodness. No, he's so good. You buy in to his performance, right? And you're sucked in. That's what we have to do as performers and presenters. And the only way you get there is knowing your content backwards and forwards without any PowerPoint, without any script, without any memorization. You just know it. Now, it's hard to do, but it can be done and it's done all the time. So, Well, 
And that last part I really want to bring in again because the best, greatest, world-renowned speakers create an experience. They are not giving a data dump, like you said earlier, because anyone can go here. You want to go here. You want people to literally go home and say, I felt it, I tasted it, I experienced it. And that story, they'll talk about it for weeks on end. You are creating an experience, and that's a different craft that you're talking about here by rocking the stage as a speaker. You're giving them an experience. When you leave a rock show, you go home singing the songs. You'll, you'll play them back in the car again. You're all, yeah, you're going to do the same thing. When you hear a great speaker and they hit it, you're going to do the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've got speakers that I've just live in the audience listened to as well as all my speakers that I produced that I can tell you their stories. I can tell you some of their, their stories almost verbatim. Jim Cathcart, for example, we're both great friends with. He has his grandma's story. That is one of the best, funniest, coolest stories that I've heard a speaker deliver. And Mark Scherenbrock is one of the best of the world in stone stories. But uh, they can be so memorable and so simple and make a point that will resonate with you forever. And that's the key. That's what you've got to do. Yeah. Robin Cressman, world-renowned musician, award-winning director, producer. He's done it all, everybody. This has been great. Uh, please, in the chat, give us some love and everything else. Robin does have a special a little offer here tonight. Uh, rock your keynote to book more gigs. Can you tell us about this a little bit? Well, this is a course that I did uh, before COVID, and it was basically – um, taking what we've talked about today and expanding it, basically teaching everything that I had taught in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I put it together in a course. It was $2,000 in 1997, but I dropped it down to 497 of COVID just to have access for more people. And uh, for you guys, if anyone wants it, you can have it for $100 off, which would be 397. And it comes with a 30-minute coaching program, coaching session with me. If you'd like to take me up on that, you can. What I need you to do, because my site got, my website got hacked uh, about a year ago and with bots, and I had to take these courses down and my uh, Stripe account and everything, but email me to robin at robincreesman.com or robin at rockstarspeaker.com. Either one of those will get you, to me. And just put in rock your keynote and then also um, uh, rock the stage with trigger. I just put rock the stage. And I'll know that it's coming from you guys, from Trigger. And I will give you a link to pay and then get a link to the course. I've, redid, I've repositioned the course. The course's content is the same, but I placed it inside my website versus in my um, course program. And then I have another program that called Rock Your Virtual Keynote, a Rock Your mm -hmm. Virtual Presentation. And it's a behind-the-scenes look and uh, how to build out your studio and present as a rock star in virtual presentations. That was $97. You can have it for $77. And um, for was $350 for a coaching session for me to help you put together your studio. Probably not relevant anymore because probably everybody's got that. But you can get that for $297. Just put in Rock Your Virtual along with Rock the Stage. And then lastly, if you wanted to have just a free 20-minute consult with me, just send me an email that says, free coaching um rock the stage and i'll send you a link and we'll set up a time to just see if there's a fit if you want to talk about what you're doing if it might be a place for coaching for me with you then let's talk and see if it works so rock your keynote rock your virtual and um coaching 
Robin Cressman, thank you very much. And again, uh, all of his links are in the chat. So those streaming along tonight, you have immediate access to them right there. Please check all that out on the replay, on the podcast, audio podcast, which will go live on Thursday. Uh, we will add that content back in there once again. I also want to let you know we do have something new from How to Rock the Stage. Here's a QR code for those streaming on live here tonight. YouTube is a great tool. It's the second largest search engine in all the world for video content. And people have not kept up their content. Uh, YouTube has gone through a major makeover. They've added a lot more new uh, things, power tips, tricks. I want to help you do that. Hit that QR code. We're going to do this in two weeks on a Monday night and, or on a Tuesday night. And these are going to be our training Tuesdays going forward. We're going to do a different topic every other week to help you learn to rock the stage, get your presentation going. You're going to be surprised cool. at the new things that you can do with YouTube that you may not know about. Scan that and let's have a conversation about that. Robin, you're going to land the plane here tonight. What's the final takeaway comment to help people rock it like a rock star? Man, put your audience first. Understand what their problem is. Have a solution for it. Craft your program from that perspective. Understanding what they are going to be interested in. What's going to be valuable to them. It's not about you. It's about them. And then get creative. Think out of the box. Mike Rayburn, a friend of mine, his program is What If. Think about what if. What could I do? What if I did this? Would this work? What could I do this? And begin to get coaching, get people around you that you can trust that are better than you. Make sure that anyone in your inner circle would be considered better than you. That's a key piece. And let them pour into you. Pour into them as well, but let them pour into you. But I highly encourage you to get a coach. Rich is a coach. I'm a coach. Patricia Fripp is a coach. There's so many great coaches out there that are doing Darren and, and Mark with uh, uh, um, Unforgettable Presentations. They're coaches. Hire somebody that can walk you through your presentation and take you up, elevate you from average to awesome to rock star. And you'll be a rock star speaker. Robin Crespin, it'd be great to have you with us again. Uh, everyone give them a shout, a wave, some love emojis as we head to the finish line here tonight. And again, this will be going live tomorrow on Apple, iTunes, other locations with the audio podcast. And of course, we'll be streaming this on other platforms as well in our replays on the website. That's rockthestagemedia.com. Go check out rockthestagemedia.com. And I see a comment coming in here and so much information. Thanks, Rich. I'm already looking forward to next Wednesday. There we go, everybody. That's a great way to land a plane. Thank you very much for that, Aaron, for coming in. Hey, this is How to Rock the Stage. I'm the Trigger Rich Bond Trigger. We go live every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night, we're live with different insights, tips, tricks from different professionals like Robin to help you better rock your stage and shine on camera. So, Join us next Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We go live for How the Rock the Stage. Until then, have a great week and keep rocking.